2: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey everybody
1: arch here and it is friday max what's happening
3: oh no it's terrible it's awful to see the nfl season's over for me um (laughs) uh, man you know there there's that skittin family guy where stewie goes to a mets game and it's opening day and they throw out the first pitch and and the season is over well that's it for the rams the season's over for the rams uh they're not gonna win a single fucking game all year um gonna burn my fucking Aaron Donald jersey in effigy he's a piece of shit uh yeah it's it's just everything is terrible the the Rams are done with them. what's up Panther
4: you know they might have been better served actually being like the London Rams instead of the LA Rams because then the game might have gotten postponed and they could have had like some extra time to prepare but um yeah I, you know where I'm sure we're going to go over that game obviously I didn't watch it but I did go through all the stats go through all the notes go through all the commentary of of what a game and i do have a, a a few takes on it but damn it it's just good to have football back just to, be able to talk football because baseball just continues to kick my ass this time of year <laughs> baseball's
1: dead it's over it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> it's like queen it's like uh, arch's queen it's just gone you know? oh yeah that, that, that's right that's right <laughs>
3: Uh, listen. You know, I'm a tongue in cheek here. Of course, you know, uh, I I think every, everyone's gonna overreact and and have some kind of a huge opinion. I I do have normal opinions on this fucking game. Um. And, and we'll get into that and, and you know I, I think it all starts with uh, and panther you mentioned i thought you were going to go a different way when you mentioned that they should be the london rams because los angeles uh is not the place for them because there were more bills fans in the stand than there were rams fans yesterday <laughs> when when you're a home team you got to do a silent count on offense that's not fucking good that's not good that was the same <laughs> shit that happened in san francisco uh against san francisco last year but that makes fucking sense because yeah, san francisco los angeles in the scheme of things not that far away. For those of you that don't know, Buffalo, not in Canada, it's actually in New York. They have the best New Since York when? fucking football team. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills are the best New York football team for ages now. Uh and their fans flooded that fucking uh, SoFi was just a fucking Bills stadium yesterday. So I think that is part of uh my my commentary, my notes. Um I did watch the game. Uh, I struggled finding it, by the way was not on Amazon. I apologize if I said to the to the, uh, listeners yesterday that it was on Amazon cuz I went to Amazon like a fucking idiot and I couldn't find it. It was on Peacock, NBC. That makes fucking sense. That makes all the sense. Oh, here's the Amazon football. Let's market the shit out of this and not have the first fucking Thursday night game on Amazon so people are trying to fucking find it anyway I watched the fucking game. And the biggest thing in arch this 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 is uh, this is an important one. Third down conversion rate. Third down conversion rate for the Bills, 90 fucking percent. Mm. Couldn't be stopped. Couldn't, couldn't be fucking stopped on third down. Mm. So if, if you convert on third down 90 percent of the time, I, I'm going to guarantee you're going to win the game. Just, just going to say that. Uh, Matt Stafford sacked seven times. Von Miller got two of those, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he had fun with that. uh Some issues with the offensive line. I think the the Rams offensive line did not look good right now. Lots of pressure on Stafford. The Bills didn't even blitz. I i don't know. Uh, you know, if, if, if that you was uh, yeah, like they barely, uh, maybe once. I think maybe one. They they were just getting pressure just by normal fucking, you know, offensive defensive line versus offensive line. Just getting to the fucking quarterback. So that wasn't good for the Rams offensive line. Um. Sloppy game in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just a sloppy game. You got turnovers. You got. The, the, I mean, uh, you can say how brilliant uh, Josh Allen was. He still had two interceptions. And one of them, of course, wasn't his fucking fault. Bounced off the fucking uh, guy's uh, chest or hand. It looked like a handoff. It looked- <laughs> right, right, yeah. And then another uh, early fumble. I mean, that was the only reason the Rams were in that game is those, those two early turnovers by the Bills. And that's why it was 10, 10 at the half, but sloppy game in general. And I think it's indicative of what we're going to see from a 17 game season. If they add more those first week or two, I, 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 circle back to, um, who was MVP last year, Panther? Uh, Aaron, oh, a. A. Ron, how was his week one last year? <laughs> Or it.
4: You know, <laughs> so, New, New, Orleans, New Orleans was going to the Super Bowl after that game.
3: After that, game. It was, yeah, that was the instant reaction is Aaron's washed up and New Orleans is going to the Super Bowl and he fucking wins MVP. So I think this is just where we're, we're going to experience this in game game ones of the 17 game season. And, and if you add another game, you, it's going to be into game two or game three. The preseason work is just not there anymore. And, uh, you know, yeah, that 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 final point is it really was a home game for the bills. Uh, You you can't fucking be at home and doing silent counts on your offense. It fucks everything up. And, you know, you know, you can say about Stafford and his elbow, his elbow still does look off. Right. But not like I won't say it's like Tommy John surgery, Panther, but, you know, he needs to heal. And I think they have a good opportunity to bounce back next week because they're hosting Atlanta. I think that's going to be a nice, a long week for them to rest and get shit in order. And and I, you know, I don't think they need to fire McVeigh, right? And uh, uh, so those are my main observations. Panther, what about you? What what what? I know you didn't watch it, but from what you've seen, uh, what are your takes?
4: Well, I think I think my my biggest take is that offensive line. They. They lost two guys uh, due to free agency uh, in the offseason, and they didn't replace them, which seems to be the Rams' you know method of doing things. They didn't go out and get replacements. They replaced them etern- internally, bumped a couple guys up that were backups, and right now it doesn't look like it's the answer. You know, Stafford was under constant pressure. The seven sacks, I mean, damn, that's freaking Joe Burrow-esque. Uh, getting beat up on that much. So that was a genuine concern Um the, the, the preseason, the, the whole outcome, like I'm not hanging the Rams by any stretch because they didn't play the preseason Stafford. Uh, never saw you know the field and we saw this last year we're going to see it this sunday which is kind of why i didn't bet this game because you you just don't know what you're going to see in week one the turnovers i mean they have to be concerning for both teams Not only not not only did allen have two interceptions but buffalo had two more fumbles to boot so between the two teams you had seven turnovers i don't care if it's week one or week 13 you don't want to see that out of your teams but um You know, Buffalo looked a little crisper. The offense, we expect them to put up points. So I think the takeaway there is we got what we expected from Buffalo on both sides of the ball. Uh, The Rams couldn't run the ball effectively. Nobody really outside of Daryl Henderson touched the ball. Uh, Maybe could be said the same about Buffalo. They didn't really run the ball effectively. But I think my biggest takeaway from this game Focusing on the Rams is that offensive line. They they got to get that fixed. Uh, otherwise, it could be a long season for them. If Stafford's already nursing a sore elbow and he's going to take a beating weekend and week out. That that was probably my biggest takeaway from that game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sloppy play was what stuck out to me, just like you guys as well. That many turnovers from these two teams, Super Bowl caliber teams. Uh, that was a surprising. They've got some rust they need to knock off. They got to tighten up. Uh philosophically the bills are interesting they haven't really changed much you know they don't they don't run like a base defense they want to be a nickel they want to be they want to be ready for the kansas city explosive offense place they have ptsd from that and they've adjusted and goddamn if they can get pressure on the quarterback like that max this is this was already uh, the best defense in the nfl last season this could be a real monster
3: yeah. And, and I think that adding a guy like Von Miller, who he's older, but you saw you saw what happens when he's got a complimentary player that can take some pressure off of him. And the Bills do have a couple of complimentary players that take the pressure off of Von Miller. Then he can get to the quarterback. And I think he had uh, multiple quarterback hits, not just two sacks, but he had multiple quarterback hits yesterday. Um, I think looking at the the other the, the offense, I, I do believe uh, uh, Gabe Davis is is. A a fantasy stud. If you don't have Gabe Davis, uh, you know, I think he's probably picked up in every single fucking league already. But if you're a fucking, uh if your league is stupid and hasn't, hasn't picked up the Gabe Davis train, you, you fucking should be on it. That's, a, that's absolutely fucking sure. Uh Cooper cup. I uh, picked up exactly where he left off last year. He was pretty much the only point of that offense that really was a bright spot. Um, Yeah. Uh, you know, w- w- when you're looking at this Buffalo team, uh, if if they're capable of sustaining uh qb pressure without having to blitz that is th- that i mean that's unstoppable that's huge that is that is unstoppable you think of uh, all those great pittsburgh teams all those pittsburgh defenses uh they were like all out blitzing. They were, they were getting to the quarterback cause they were sending everyone. They, they basically risked, listen, if if a quarterback, you know, and that's why they they got burnt by Tom Brady a lot. Right. Cause it was like, well, we're going to blitz on Tom Brady and Brady was like, fuck you. I get rid of the ball before you even fucking blink. You know, um, if, if they can do this against some better teams and I, I, you know, I worry about the Rams offensive line right now. Uh, I think, uh, um, uh, uh, Kyle even mentioned it. You know, no Whitworth out there. He was kind of the the anchor and the, the the commander in chief of that offensive line last year. That's that's a huge loss. Not just from a guy that up until like fucking forty one was able to goddamn block, but also a guy that saw shit and called shit out and was able to you know anchor that fucking uh, O line. Uh, you know, I I am not overreacting, but I'm worried because I I think Stafford. A he does need to establish the uh, the, the 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 play action. And, you know, with Daryl Henderson, Henderson had a pretty good game, but it wasn't like sensational where you had to worry about him being a running threat. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, if 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 they can't get that fucking O-line to be better than, like, say, a Seattle offensive line, then Stafford uh, Stafford's, Stafford's going to be in for a rough season. Yeah, maybe they'll do the
4: the thing that they did last year with the defensive back. I can't remember the guy's name, but the offensive line becomes so questionable that they just go get Wentworth and get him to come out of retirement.
3: Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that might actually fucking happen. You know, um, it, listen, uh, the 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 biggest um, you know issue for Stafford though, other than that elbow. Is how he bounces back, how he reacts. Because I, I think you know you saw it last year where he went through a stretch of I won't say depression, but self-doubt. Like he went back to, oh, I'm in, I'm in Detroit, my 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 career is over, I'm fucking miserable. I think he just needs to come back next week, kick the shit out of the fucking Atlanta Falcons mm-hmm. and get some confidence back. You know, I, I think if he can do that, then Great. You know, and, and I, 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 I continue to think back to that Aaron Rodgers fucking week one uh last year. And uh <laughs> he, he, he bounced back pretty well. So I'm I'm hoping that Stafford comes out next week, guns a blazing against Atlanta, has a as a big game and gets his confidence back. Cause if not, then that's my biggest fear. Not the goddamn elbow, not the offensive line, is that guy being fucking sad.
4: And
1: yeah, I guess, I guess I hadn't really, you know, happy sad doesn't really factor into how I
3: think about games. Oh, you were looking at the next gen matrix and I don't think next gen matrix has yeah, happy yeah, sad as one yeah. of the fucking next gen matrix. Yeah, I uh, don't see that in there somewhere. So was there anything you did see when you were, I saw you were skimming those. Is there anything that stood out uh, that, that you saw other than, uh, you know, Josh Allen was, was really good.
1: Incredible. 83.9% completion percentage over an expected 716 6- Completion percentage—that's incredible. Even not bad. Uh, even with the two interceptions, that's pretty amazing. Oh boy, uh, yeah. They're, the Bills are angry. They're aggressive. They are a confident team. Look like they could be re- a real problem. Oof. Yeah, the Rams—they'll they'll get better. They're going to rebound. I'm not so, maybe Atlanta is the team that gets you correct. <laughs> I,
3: th- I think so. I think so. If, if they if they come out and they they barely beat Atlanta next week then we start having some worries, right? If, if, if they if they pull that shit where it's like a, a close game against Atlanta at home, if the fucking uh, the, the the dirty bird fucking shows up in the stands in, in LA next week, then that's a fucking problem because I don't even think that people are showing up for games in Atlanta. I mean, what the fuck, Atlanta? Why the fuck have a Chick-fil-A in your goddamn stadium on a goddamn <laughs> Sunday? What the fuck sense does that make, Atlanta? You're fucking stupid. Give really- at Atlanta all. Give them all the Thursday night and Monday night games. <laughs> that's right. Make some fucking revenue for. Oh, Matt.
1: Atlanta. Yeah, they deserve Thursday night games. That's absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely true. <laughs> yeah,
3: for sure. <laughs> all right. Enough. We're done. Let's take <clears throat> a quick break. Let's talk about the book club, right? But before we get to the book club, guys, I, I, I want I want to address something before we get to the book club. Uh, we got a review over on iTunes yesterday. Uh, the review is called "Keeping the Lights On" by Mister g 990 thank you for taking the time to write a review on itunes He it says first off love the show i'm a loyal download and listen every day the banter to start the show is awesome as well i'd love to keep the lights on but i can't figure out why the baseball Gen shirt isn't available in the baseball three-fourth sleeves okay arch we got the constructive feedback what did you do
1: i, I believe I, a- I activated the shirt he wanted it was not- there you go
3: See, you give us feedback and we do listen. And the best way to give us feedback, though, is in the book club. Yes, I, we do look at the reviews and we appreciate that. But these guys directly give us feedback right now. They're giving us feedback, right? <laughs> we're, we're going live in the Daily Sound channel and we got a bunch of our loyal DGENs listening live, commenting over here. It's fucking awesome. And you can get access to this book club as well. All you got to do is use the link in our description or go to the DGENs You will get three. Free days. I said it right today, Arch. Three free days to try us out. And then after that, it's only twenty five dollars a month. Uh get access to our picks. Uh, fucking hey. I saw a bunch of great stuff from Phil yesterday. <laughs> NASCAR stuff already. Mm, mm, mm. You're missing, out. Is that You're missing guy, out. Does that guy work? No, he, like he this he, is his he, job. This is his job. Like he's he's on here twenty four seven, I swear. He is a technically a professional bowler and professional gambler. That mm-hmm. is Phil. That is what he does. He's here all the time giving great fucking content. I mean, the the NASCAR stuff, we hit it early. I mean, you know, we hit it early yesterday. You guys could have had access to that yesterday as well. Get those fucking great lines before they change. If you book it over to the book club.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels.
3: Shop these
2: deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change.
3: Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Oh, by the way, Nard Dog has Gabe Davis in our Gen
3: Fantasy League. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Nardog. Smart guy. Smart guy. You know, listen, Panther, you were uh, making us a little worried. You know, I show up late all the time, and you guys typically don't worry. I mean, Archie got a little panicked the other day, right? I think it was um, Tuesday or something like that, Monday. Uh, t- t- yeah, Tuesday, you got a little worried that I was going to show up. But uh, we got a little worried today about Panther. You're, you're, It was a little bit late. You hadn't been there. Uh, we already recruited Nardog to replace you if you didn't show up uh you know nardog's very
4: active um, he's got good head on his shoulders he makes good picks he's you know he does his home he probably does more homework than i ever do so uh <laughs> but but here's the thing I, I, fucking chicago man there's like bumper <laughs> bumper to traffic like, there was an a- here's the stupid thing there's an accident on the other side of the highway so of course max you know this what happens when there's an accident on the other side of the highway
3: goddamn fucking rubberneckers we gotta stop and look yeah. <laughs> you want to so see a that... dead body that's why listen i mean i get it you want to see uh, is there any fucking gore over there huh mm-hmm. what, was that? what was that uh uh cronenberg was that uh, the movie crash crash, crash. The, yeah. not, not the ter- not the terrible uh, oscar award winning crash but the actual good crash with the you know the, i think it was a cronenberg movie uh, people get off on fucking watching car crashes so there you go baseball ah, baseball what do we got today um a lot of games with some really terrible lines Really terrible lines. In fact, I'm going to jump on to a game that has a really terrible line, but I'm going to be on the opposite side and probably fucking lose my shirt, but it doesn't matter. Uh, The Angels. have actually played uh, some pretty pretty good baseball as of late, and while I don't have them winning this game... I think there's value with this plus line. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. I get it. He's pitched well since he's come back this season. Uh, Michael Lorenzen has not pitched well the last few months. In fact, his last start was an absolute train wreck or car crash that people can get off on. Uh, but, but, but Houston's dropped. They dropped a close one to the Angels last week. They they dropped a game to Texas this week. I think they're a little vulnerable. I'm not saying that they're in complacent mode, but there's some issues with their offense. Their offense hasn't been as sharp as it had been in parts of the season. Um I think Anaheim has a chance to sneak one out today. Again, I don't have them winning, but the implied probability is there. Uh, I was getting plus one ninety before. Arch, is that is that still on the yeah, board? Yeah, one ninety two. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, Ten dollar bet on the Angels. Why not? A little flyer.
4: Yeah, it's definitely a flyer. Uh, Lorenzen, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I had to look. He's getting activated off the IL. I don't think he's pitched since July, so he's been on the IL for a while. Um, going against Lance McCullers, who started the season really late, uh, recovering from surgery from last year, but he's pitched just like he did last year. He hasn't missed any time. He's, he's looked fantastic. Houston is damn near unbeatable at home, uh, and that that could also be a part of that chalky line. I think there's three ways to handle this you either do like max and take the plus line you got to run line it if you want the astros or you got to slide it into a parlay i'm not doing any of the three but i will lean houston here
1: i like this play an awful lot the plus 193 yeah i, I think i think we have a minuscule chance of winning this it's one
4: right there yeah. right? It's right right yeah. there so yeah. i'm gonna
1: jump on it too the plus 193 92 is just too tempting so yeah i'll put my 15 bucks on the angels
3: all right, uh, last one up for me. Let's talk Atlanta, Seattle. Atlanta's won seven games in a row, uh, making their way into the NL East lead. Uh, Braves could once again be the team that represents the NL. I, 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 you know, especially if their pitching does what it did last year in the playoffs. And a guy that was part of that run was Charlie Morton. And you look at Charlie Morton earlier in the season, you're like, well, Charlie Morton's done with, he's fucking 50 years old and he's dead. Uh, and then Charlie Morton turned things on and he keeps getting better and better and better as the season goes on. Uh, he's going to need to pitch as well as he can because he's going against reigning Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. Uh, Ray's kind of had, I'd say a sporadic season, right? But much like Morton, his last few months have been really, really solid. Um, I like the Seattle team, right? I like the Seattle team, the Seattle teams of, of the last few years where they relied too much on luck uh, I didn't like them. I like the Seattle team, but I think Atlanta, I, I would argue, might be the most complete team in the majors. They're they're about to hit a roll here. Uh, again, seven games in a row. It's about to be eight games in a row. I think they win this series, and that starts today. $10 bet on the Braves. Look, I love the Braves. They were one of my preseason picks to get back to the World Series. I,
4: they're playing red-hot baseball, but for me – I couldn't bet this game because that line just seemed so like what the fuck minus 120 on Atlanta. I get Vegas gives gifts, but that's just seemed crazy to me. So, I'll lean Atlanta, but call me spooked. Yeah, I I'm going to jump on this one as well. I like
1: the Braves only minus 113. I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think they win. I think they take care of business. I I don't know what's going on with the line. I do know what's going to go out the game, though, is that we're going to lead through eight and and losing the ninth. That's that has been my M.O. this week. (laughs)
3: Every fucking time. Give me
1: the Braves 15 bucks.
3: Yeah, I I think we're going to get some uh, value on this line, though, because I think the closing line value is probably going to be closer to, you know, I'd say one minus one twenty five uh you know i I think it's you're starting to see some books already adjust down to minus 120 here so i do think getting it at minus 113 if you still can is is a great fucking value i think the closing line value is going to be there for us so yeah why not uh that's it for me panther what else do you have for us dgens today
4: i got a bunch of games I probably have no business betting on but i gotta bet on something because i give the people what they want let's start with boston at baltimore i feel bad for baltimore i don't think i'd ever in my life think i'd say this but Here's a team that's better than every single team in the American League Central, and they're gonna miss the playoffs because somebody in the Central gets to go. They're two and a half games back from you know chasing down uh who is it? I think it's Toronto. Toronto. Think it's Toronto. Yeah, they, they're still trying to now they gotta chase down Toronto because the Central makes no difference. One of those schmucks are gonna get in. Uh, so I think they've got a lot of pressure here to perform. Uh, they're going against a Boston team that's been very bipolar, and they're going to throw, I don't even think it's arguable, their worst pitcher out there. Bello, has not been good with his 5.91 ERA. Uh, Baltimore will counter with Austin Boff. He's pitched pretty well as of late. So Baltimore at home, uh, something to play for. I think there's value here at minus 135.
3: Uh, give me the Orioles for 10 bucks. I don't know if you can validate that. Can you get the minus 115 for him? Because yeah. I had not seen that before. I had, I had not seen that line before. Uh, I would love Baltimore at one uh, minus 115 at the minus 130 ish range that I had it at. I couldn't quite bet them uh, moral support lean on Baltimore. But if you can get that minus 115, I, I I'll think do that's you a one better. Good play.
1: I'll do you one better. Pinnacle's got a minus 113.
3: Holy shit. Oh. That's that's a fu- that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do it to you. Uh, I think the play is Baltimore.
1: Yeah, this is not a game I was going to bet, not going to jinx you by jumping on it at all. I'll lean Baltimore here in this one.
3: All right.
4: Well, I'll just call that a lot of more. That's like a, a uh, kiss on the cheek kiss of death.
3: Well, we, Next we game threw you over by jumping on the fucking, you know, I mean, this is, this is us saying Panther, we're tossing you a bone here, right? You know, uh, Hey, I, I, You could have tossed the Gens a bone and screwed me over and everybody else just met Boston. (laughs) Fair point. Listen, you know, uh, we're in a bar right now and and we're taking one for the team for you. If you know what I mean, you know, you're getting to go home with a pretty girl.
4: Hey, appreciate that. Uh, Next game up for me, Cincinnati's at Milwaukee. One of my favorite pitchers, Nick Lodolo on the mound for the Reds. Typically he's only my favorite when he's in Cincinnati. Don't like him on the road. Never really like him on the road. Except today because Milwaukee's throwing Joey Alexander out there and he's got a Nick Lodolo away type ERA of 5.03. I, you know, Milwaukee this is just not a team that we like. Matter of fact, this is a team on the outside looking in. They too, the, the division's gone, right? St. Louis has got that locked up. They're also two and a half games back at Philadelphia. They're in a must win, but I feel like today's not their day at plus 125, I'm going to take a shot on, on Lodolo and the Reds.
3: Yeah, another one that uh, off-air Max might be jumping on as well. When I was looking at this before, I did not have the implied probability with the plus line on the Reds. You can get plus 133 uh, at at some books. So uh, I think in that range, in the plus 130 range, I think that there's value on Cincinnati there. Um, so yeah, uh, more sport lean on the Reds. I like this play an awful lot, Panther. I'm with you. I think this is the play. I'm jumping on the
1: Reds too. Plus 133? Oh yeah, 15 bucks.
4: I like it. I like it. Next game up battle of a couple losers. Detroit is at Kansas City. You know, they're not very good. We, we've talked about that all season, but I think they've got pieces. Both teams have pieces that give you hope for the future, that they'll rebuild and become competitive. My problem with Detroit is all of their pieces are in their pitching. They really haven't done anything offensively to get excited that this team can compete and score some runs. And that's really been my biggest knock on the Tigers is their inability to score runs. You know, Kansas City, since the trade deadline, they kind of thinned out the roster. They've been playing much better, and they've been pitching much better. Daniel Lynch has kind of solidified his spot in that rotation, and I think he's the better pitcher today going against Joey Wentz. I don't even know really anything about this Joey Wentz other than he's got a god-awful ugly 8.1 ERA. So give me Kansas City. I had minus 135. Maybe you guys can do me better again. Up for 10 bucks.
3: Yeah, probably like one thirty, like minus one thirty. You can probably get in that range. I can or something. get you minus um, one twenty five. There you go. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. Um, I, I I don't think Detroit wins this one. I just I there's very few times that I, I would bet the Royals minus one thirty, 130, minus one thirty five. It's I get it that they are the better team. They're at home. Detroit sucks on the road. I get all those things, but I'm gonna lean the the Tigers here. I, I just I I can't do it. I I can't see the fucking Royals minus one thirty.
1: You know, I can. It shocked the hell out of me, but I can. I ran the numbers, and I could not believe that I was. it was telling me to bet the Royals at a negative number. But it. it, it here we are. I'm going to put 15 bucks on Kansas City.
4: Uh, I got two agreements out of ours. Let's see if I can get a third one. Last game up for me, the Dodgers are at San Diego. Both these teams look like they're shoe-ins to make the playoffs. Um now the question is, how many games do the Dodgers win? Do they start you know, setting the rotation? Or there's, what, 20, I think something like 26 games left uh, before they hit their 162. They're going to throw Dustin May today. I affectionately like to refer him as Carrot Top. You guys ever seen that that wig on his head? Man, his huge head of hair coming outside of that ball cap. He's going to go against Mike Clevenger. I don't know that there's actually an edge here pitching wise maybe maybe ever so slightly to Clevenger but offensively I just cannot trust the Padres I can't and they've kind of been owned by the Dodgers here as of late so to me minus 160 even though it's Dustin May I still think there's value on the Dodgers so give me the team in blue for ten dollars
3: I'm gonna lean the Padres in this one i I think the plus line is almost there for me to take them at home. I I get the Dodgers are fucking unbelievable. But I mean, at some point, like they're going to slow things down a little bit. They've got the fucking big lead there. They can't risk getting injured. And I mentioned it before. The Atlanta Braves are the team I worry about the most in the NL right now. The fucking Dodgers got to go into the playoffs healthy. So I think they're going to start sitting some people and resting some things. Um, I like the Padres not enough to bet it, just a lean on San Diego. Yeah, I'm going to lean the
1: Dodgers with you, Panther, but it's not a, not a bet I want to make. I do think they win. I do think they should win, but, you know, the Padres are, the Padres are so weird.
4: Well, we know. It's the, the minus 150 threshold. We, if we could shave 10 bucks, you're probably on it. Probably. All right, that's all I've got. Four games, which is probably four games too many. I'm
1: looking at two teams. I can't predict how they go at all, so I'm going to bet this game. The Nationals are playing the Phillies. The Nationals, yeah, I know, the Nationals are plus 210, (laughs) and uh, I love it. I love this line. I think there's a bit of value, a nice, healthy bit of value on taking the Nationals
3: today with that big-ass plus line, so I'm going to do it. Fifteen bucks on the Nats tons of moral support here. I, I totally agree. I mean, the Phillies are, are one of the more bipolar teams when it comes to their offense. We know their pitching has issues. Uh, their bullpen has issues. We, we we know all these things about the Phillies. They're, man, they're they're still in the playoff hunt. I mean, they're still there. Um, They're a winning team, but uh, sometimes I wonder why. And if the Nationals keep getting these fucking huge plus lines against teams like Phillies that can lose every so often, then I, I think it's definitely worth it uh, to, to jump on them sometimes. So yeah, more support lean on the Nationals with you. Yeah, if Washington's going to catch plus two hundred or thereabouts in each of the next three
4: games, you know, you pretty much just bet all of them and hope to cash one of them. Maybe uh, the Phillies just pissed me off yesterday. They actually got to Sandy Alcantara, mm-hmm. which which you, and they got to him, and they still fucking lost. In the ninth. oh this team pisses. This team pisses. <laughs> oh their bullpens, their bullpens absolutely atrocious. <laughs> so yeah, I'd, the the value's all on Washington. I'll lean the Nats, but. Um, fuck both these teams if the nationals can
1: get to an early lead and somehow the phillies touch a plus line you know i'm just slamming the other side that's that's the hope or you know if if the, the minus line drops to a reasonable amount i'll just hedge the shit out of that something we'll figure something out but that's the goal that's all i had in baseball max any comments
3: yeah. Iceberg saying he likes the Cubs and Twins. Uh, he's likes the Tigers and he's leaning San Diego. So uh, it seems like he's he's got some agreement with me today, which, you know, tends to, me and Iceberg tend to agree, uh, you know, on, on games often because me and Panther tend to disagree.
4: I, I, I don't know what to say there iceberg you know, <laughs> we, we we were agreeing and, and we started to lose and now he, he just goes back to fading me again so makes sense and it we, makes sense
3: yeah. <laughs> one of strategy. us gets to win a college strategy yeah. Uh,
1: Is that it? yeah that's it yeah. all right yeah. so what do we talk about today we talked about Sean McVay he's going to get fired pretty much guaranteed he's on the hot seat right according to Lord so that's good yeah <laughs> I love week one overreactions I love it uh, what else we talk
3: about? We talked about yeah, just basically NFL and baseball. That is it. And just as a reminder, a program note, tomorrow is an all NFL show. Uh, it will be Arch, Panther, and Phil talking just NFL tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern here in the Daily Channel. Right. Um, you, should listen to, you should listen
1: to Out of Bounds, too, to hear what Phil bet, and then watch him reverse course when he talks to sharp bettors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's that's good, yeah You know, you, yeah. you're gonna hold his feet to the fire Of what he bet uh, on, on on Out of Bounds uh, But yeah, listen, follow us on Twitter At Betting no matter where you listen at Please, highest rank, come subscribe, download and listen to Every single episode Panther, take us home I have for you Today The Los Angeles Anaheim Angels of Anaheim, California mm. Of Anaheim, California
4: uh, The Orange County team, gotcha uh, Arch, who you like?
3: Give me the Royals.
4: You're going to take Kansas? You know, I was just going to... We, we agreed, so I was going to take the one that you didn't. You're taking Royals, so I will take Cincinnati. And this is a... this. Um, Parlay. So we're dealing with the Angels, the Royals, and the Reds. That's your DJ and Parlay are here on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but mostly, it's the book club. You guys know where it's at. It's a 24-7 operation. Come in here and shoot the shit with us, call us out by name, we'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said, done kids, it's all,
2: make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.